Hi, welcome to my podcast, where today I'll talk about how Jesus began to train his disciples to be great by telling his disciples to be like little children and by blessing little children. My name is Tim Harner. I am a Christian author and apologist, a graduate of Houghton College and of Harvard Law School, where I was an editor of the Harvard Law Review. As an attorney, my primary role has been as a general counsel. Therefore, I call the six books that I've written the General Counsel series. The first four books of the series outline the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, providing scriptural backing for the final installments of the series that outline the history of America and the history of the Church Universal. I post my latest thoughts regularly on my website, timharner.com. For this podcast, please reflect on the questions, what makes us great? Why did Jesus tell his disciples to be like little children? Why did Jesus bless the little children? And now, as I talk about how Jesus taught us to be great, let's pray that the Lord will let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in the sight of the Lord our God, who is our strength and our Redeemer. Today's thoughts are based on the chapters Jesus tells his disciples to be like little children, and Jesus blesses the little children. In the beginning of part five, Jesus trains his disciples to be great. In my book, Hoping in the Lord. It did not take hundreds of years for Christians to start arguing about who is the greatest. The arguing began while Jesus still walked among us. In fact, perhaps Jesus' praise for Peter, when Peter declared that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God, is what got the other disciples jealous. Whatever the precise cause, we are told that an argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Evidently, the argument began as they were walking along the road to Capernaum. So when they got to the house in Capernaum, Jesus asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? The disciples must have known that Jesus wouldn't approve of their arguing about who would be the greatest. So, just like a bunch of guilty children with their hands caught in the cookie jar, they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Jesus knew their thoughts, and he knew that he needed to impress upon them what true greatness is. So, sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, If anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant of all. Then Jesus used the perfect illustration to make his point. He called a little child and had him stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Several things about Jesus' teaching must have shocked the twelve. They must have been upset that someone other than the twelve could be considered the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. They thought they'd already made the cut to be at least among the twelve greatest. Now Jesus is making clear that they were not necessarily even in the top twelve. 
Worse yet, they might not enter the kingdom of heaven at all. Jesus told them that unless they changed and became like little children, they would never even enter the kingdom of heaven. And before you think that this was an idle threat, remember that Judas Iscariot, the traitor who betrayed Jesus, was one of the twelve. Imagine how Judas Iscariot and the other disciples must have had their view of themselves and the kingdom of heaven turned upside down when Jesus told them, Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I know that such thoughts always challenge my instinctive ideas about who must be the greatest at church. My first thoughts turn to those who preach the best, sing the best, or give the most money. But this is wrong. The most important people in the church are the children. They're the ones who can best teach us how to be great. I remember senior pastor Gary Walsh making this point several times a year at Pierce Memorial Church. During the children's sermon, he'd tell the children gathered at the front of the church and all the rest of us listening from the pews, do you know that you children are the most important people here? You are, because Jesus told us that we're all supposed to be becoming just like you. Usually, we grown-ups get it exactly wrong. We keep telling you to act like us. But really, we big people are the ones who need to learn how to act from you. In the hustle and bustle of the church and of life, children are often overlooked, but not by Jesus. In fact, he urged the twelve to welcome children. Taking a little child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For he who is least among you all, he is the greatest. Jesus made the hard things so simple. What is God like? How should we welcome him? We don't need hard, lengthy prayers. We don't need gigantic churches. We don't need elaborate rituals, and we don't need to know very much. We merely need to know how to welcome a little child. Few scenes are as touching in the Bible as Jesus taking a little child in his arms, and few are more profound. Yet there is nothing hard about it. We can all do it. All that stands in our way are our pretensions to greatness, our reluctance to be the least of all by serving others. So stop arguing about who is the greatest. Start living like the greatest people in the kingdom of God. Become like little children and take little children in your arms the way I loved to take my children and hold them in my arms when they were little. Jesus blesses the little children. The poor disciples, it seemed as if they never could learn what Jesus wanted them to do. Just a short time before, Jesus had impressed upon them that they must change and become like little children in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. Indeed, Jesus had taught them that whoever humbles himself like a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus specifically told them that whoever welcomes a little child in my name welcomes me. But when the disciples had a chance to welcome little children, they flunked the test. 
Little children were being brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. If the disciples had put Jesus' recent teachings into practice, they would have welcomed the children as if they were welcoming Jesus himself. But instead, the disciples rebuked those who brought them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He knew the disciples needed a refresher course on how important children are. Jesus told the disciples, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Then follows one of those scenes that teaches us more about who Jesus is, what God is like, and how we should live than volumes of theological speculations or hundreds of pages of my writings. Jesus took the children in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. If you did, please share it with a friend and find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as on my website, timharner.com. My book, Hoping in the Lord, contains citations to sources, including the scriptures. Until we are together again, may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord turn his face toward us and give us peace.